Insights, interviews, and best practices by clinicians for clinicians. Welcome to GE Healthcare's Clinical View Podcasts. This is the second segment of this podcast series titled A Comparison Between Indirect Calorimetry and Predictive Equations. The goals of this podcast are to understand the principles of indirect calorimetry and have a high level understanding of the Weir formula, understand the basis of predictive equations and their limitations, and lastly, understand the limitations associated with indirect calorimetry. In this next segment, we will go into more detail on the various means energy expenditure can be assessed at the bedside. Moreover, the strengths and or limitations of each method will be discussed. To start, resting energy expenditure can be determined through use of predictive equations that use a combination of body weight, age, or height. One of the most widely recognized and used predictive equations is the Harris-Benedict equation, which uses a combination of body weight, height, and age to predict energy expenditure. This predictive equation was first introduced in the early 20th century. Other equations include the World Health Organization, the WHO2, and the Penn State, just to name a few. Of note, some predictive equations have been modified for use with pediatric patients. Predictive equations do not incorporate patient-specific information beyond those mentioned earlier. In contrast, Indirect calorimetry utilizes the respiratory gas measurements, namely oxygen and carbon dioxide, to determine resting energy expenditure. Indirect calorimetry incorporates these gas measurements into a formula called the Weir formula in order to inform on energy expenditure. The specifics of the Weir formula are too complex to describe in this podcast, but simply include VCO2, VO2, and the 24-hour urinary nitrogen measurement. However, urinary nitrogen represents roughly 4% of the total energy expenditure and is often excluded. A final method to measure energy expenditure is via use of the FIC method. This measurement requires the placement of a pulmonary artery catheter, which is invasive and limits widespread use. The FIC method relies on the measurement of cardiac output using a principle called thermodilution combined with measurement of both arterial and mixed venous oxygen content. The FIC method is beyond further discussion in this podcast, most notably given that it requires a pulmonary artery catheter and has a sizable inherent error. In fact, that error can be up to 15% due to the variation in cardiac output, which occurs during one respiratory cycle. Therefore, let us focus on predictive equations and indirect calorimetry. The convenience of predictive equations is readily apparent for energy expenditure determinations could be obtained without additional technology and interpretive skills. However, use in critical care environments has shown them to be suboptimal when compared to indirect calorimetry. Similarly, studies conducted by Carlson and Jotarand demonstrated that predictive equations were inaccurate compared to indirect calorimetry in the elderly and pediatric populations, respectively. 
In the largest study conducted comparing predictive equations and indirect calorimetry with over 1,400 patients assessed, Zussman showed that all equations tested had relatively poor correlation and agreement with indirect calorimetry. The correlation ranged between 0.36 to 0.54, while agreement was similarly low between 0.3 and 0.5. In total, eight predictive equations were assessed and the percent error was at or greater than 20% amongst all equations studied. The author concluded that, quote, both underfeeding and underfeeding are harmful and that optimizing nutrition to patient-specific needs is an urgent task, close quote. And further, quote, the optimal way to define caloric goals is ideally preferred using indirect calorimetry, close quote. The author flagged one important limitation of predictive equations when compared to use of indirect calorimetry, namely, the predictive equations failed to capture the dynamic metabolic changes that occurred during a patient's critical illness, where repeated measures of indirect calorimetry can better capture these changes over time. These authors helped to validate that indirect calorimetry provides both timely and better assessment of nutritional needs compared to predictive equations. It is important to note that indirect calorimetry has some limitations that may impact accuracy. The limitation to indirect calorimetry are categorized into four main areas that are leaks, high FiO2, hemodynamic shifts, and humidity in the breathing circuit. Leaks can occur in an array of places within the breathing circuit, including the endotracheal tube, the breathing circuit, and the ventilator itself. There are inherent inaccuracies as a result of the Haldane transformation, which is used to calculate inhaled gas volumes from exhaled gas measurements when the inspiratory fraction of oxygen is high for the difference between inspired and exhaled oxygen concentrations become very small. Thus, the indirect calorimetry measurements become more error prone at increasing FiO2, notably above 70%. The presence of moisture and humidity within the breathing circuit can have a negative impact on uh, assessing uh, volume measurements. And lastly, hemodynamic shifts such as fluid challenges or hemodialysis can impact cardiac output and in turn energy expenditure determinations. In closing, indirect calorimetry is the preferred means to evaluate the caloric needs of a critically ill patient for it has been shown to be more accurate compared to predictive equations and can be used throughout the course of illness as metabolic needs of a patient will change. In future podcasts, the clinical use cases and ASPEN guidelines will be discussed in addition to the principles of steady state determination as applied to indirect calorimetry measurements. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Clinical View Podcasts, brought to you by GE Healthcare. Expand your view at clinicalview.gehealthcare.com.